1: And welcome indeed. It is the Randy Corcoran program. Can you believe that? But could you also believe that it is not Randy Corcoran tonight again? Again, Matt Dunn here, the Backbone Radio guy. Second Saturday in a row. Where's Randy? Where is that dude? Where did he go? He'll be back next Saturday evening from 5 to 8 p.m. But he's out hanging out with Carrie Lake tonight. Yeah. They've got a speech with Carrie Lake, and Randy Corcoran is among the attendees. How exciting is that? Very, if I do say. So I like to think next best thing to having Randy Corcoran himself in here is, yes, yours truly, Matt Dunn. And I'll be back tomorrow night to finish up everything that I didn't quite get to tonight. Three hours is not enough for me to unfurl. The full depth of my glorious America first intellectual, philosophical, jovial thoughts. You know, you just you need six hours. Okay, so that is the plan. And we're taking a risk tonight because Blake back there did the music. Blake behind the glass doing the music and, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen. We don't know where we're going with all that, but that means... That means we're. I, he's he's assured me that it's super groovy and I'm gonna dig it. Is that a quote? I'm gonna dig it.
0: That's the quote.
1: That's the quote. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna dig it big time, and oh, we've got so much to cover, and it's just all it's all, it's all like interesting, fun stuff. For me, the stuff in which we shine, a great deal of vindication for our viewpoints just comes across. All the time. Some weeks they come across more than others. We'll talk about Ukraine. Yeah, they, they, they want peace in Ukraine. Suddenly the United States State Department is blinking. Biden and Blinken are blinking on Ukraine and they know that that whole deal has been a failure. Oh, what a failure. Let's talk about all that. Remember all that propaganda push we had to endure? You're a bad person if you don't want to support the freedom-loving people in Ukraine, that's what they told us. But from the start, I said, well, here's what's going to happen. And now it's happening. Well, maybe a few hundred thousand dead people later and a few hundred billion dollars later from the American taxpayer. Let's cover all of that. Did you see that uh, some prep school, you know, this is the era of of men in women's sports. Do you like that? And I'm not going to make a big story about this, but, you know, there's this dude on this women's uh, field hockey team in Massachusetts, and I'll I'll tell you, he's like a foot taller than everybody else on the whole team. And what just happened, (laughs) there's all these. um, The the name of the school, the Dighton-Rehoboth team, this this dude hits the field hockey ball really hard, and it hits this this woman, this girl, in the face and knocks out her teeth. Knocks her teeth out. What do you think of that? Um, men in women's sports. Yeah, that's, that's the Biden era. That's the upside-down Biden era. And if you watch the video of that, which, yes, is over on my Twitter page at Backbone Radio, it does... Make you step back a bit, folks, that, you know, we've had enough. We've had enough of the woke, have we not? It just does not look right. Remember all that with the the swimmer, a foot taller than everybody else, setting records, University of Pennsylvania and the women's swimming events? And, oh, I guess I did mention teeth. I should mention, yes, Matt Dunn. I've started my brand-new dental practice. I've started a new one and it's just so exciting, and I just can't help but mention it once in a while around here after 20 years of not mentioning it when you start a new one. And it's a wonderful, wonderful new place and environment. And It's in Centennial, 303-225-7575. Be honored if uh, anybody just came by, you know, looking to hang out at the dental office. But yeah, you know... um, the, the the men in women's sports, I think we're about done with that. And Elon Musk is out there saying, <laughs> we've woken up from the woke. We have awakened from the woke and we are moving on. And I am ready for that. How about you? And one thing I am getting a little tired of is that that whole thing with the mainstream media propaganda, they, they just go go wall-to-wall with the echo chamber on whatever issue they happen to be pushing. And they really, really pushed hard on Ukraine, okay? You know, they really pushed hard on the Russia hoax. They really pushed hard on the impeachment, the bogus impeachments. They've really pushed hard on, yeah, January 6th and on the pristine 2020 election. They really pushed hard for Biden- Then they really pushed hard for you. When they get like that, one of those, those key issues, which are some of the key pillars for establishment power, the way the propaganda operates is that they come forward and they tell you that if you don't believe what they're saying, if you don't buy it, and if you don't get with their program that they want you to get with, well, you are a bad person. You are bad. They want to knock your self-esteem down a peg or two or three if you don't think the thoughts that they want you to think if you don't do then what they tell you to do. And where do these things all end up? Where do they end up? They end up being shown to be the Potemkin Village propaganda pieces that they you know that they were intended to be to bolster their own beltway power, when they, they, they end up essentially wrecking the United States of America, if you look at it, and they prey upon, like, who, who cares if somebody on a screen tells you you're a bad person if you don't believe? Who did, who, who's bothered by that? Does that bother anybody? You know, some voice on the radio tells you, oh, you're bad. <laughs> well, I might just say that I am not very affected by that. As in, not at all. Somebody on a screen telling me that if I don't think what they think, that I'm bad. Well, that basically, shall we say, goes nowhere with me. (laughs) Like, not even like an inch, not even a micrometer, like nowhere. But who does that kind of stuff prey upon? Well, it preys upon, of course, as you know, the people who are going to be weaker, the people who are not going to be so so incredibly intelligent, yes, like us around here, like Backbone Country, like Randy Corcoran's listenership, like the people that tune in to 710 KNUS, who are the elite, but also people who have this need for status, an unusually uncommon, slightly more aggressive need for status, and to feel like they're better than other people, they feel like they are good people, and they really want to go out of their way to show that they are good, good people. Of course, what motivates them to want to try to show others that they are good people, like the best people, what motivates them to want to feel that way? Of course, it's an underlying insecurity. So if if you're not too bright and you're kind of insecure and you really want status and some some face on a screen somewhere is telling you you're a bad person if you don't believe what they tell you to believe. Well, that's the kind of people that they prey upon. That's the kind of people that propaganda might work upon. And you think back to Ukraine and all that push. Oh my gosh, that push. you know. And I was sitting here hosting Backbone Radio and I said, oh, okay, we're, we're going to do this Ukraine thing and we're going to start sending billions to Ukraine. And it's like this categorical imperative to do that, in the words of Immanuel Kant, the unreadable German philosopher. And I was like, no, 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 this is, a, this is a very bad idea. Let's not be doing this. This is not going to work. This is going to fail. It's going to make a lot of money for the military industrial complex. It's going to pose you know, absurd risks of potential for World War III. And if not that, it's just going to end up in failure and wasting a lot of money. And um, man, You know, I had a few callers say, oh, boy, are you ever nasty. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I I almost never have that. I almost never have (laughs) a critical caller all these years. Coming up on 20 years of hanging around here, sharing the good word, the America first opinions. And, uh, you know, just you have to withstand all that, of course. And, of course, you know, I like, well, come on, you know, it uh, does not bother me, just for the record. And I like that. It means, you know, you know, you're getting a message out, right? But what kind of people feel like on Twitter, all over Twitter, you had to put a Ukraine flag on your Twitter banner, on your Twitter logo, on your Twitter handle, you know? Some of the, you know, lower IQ people who are unable to understand what propaganda is and who want to feel like that they're better than other people and they care more than other people do. You just, oh, they're very caring, and I have my Ukraine flag on my Twitter handle. I have a Ukraine flag in my yard, and I have a Ukraine lapel pin on my suit. You see how much I care? In case there is any doubt that I care more than you, just look at my yard sign, just look at my Twitter handle, just look at my lapel pin, and that ought to end all debate, and you must know that I care more than you care. And those of us who said, no, do not do it, again, as the United States of America is essentially folding and admitting failure on Ukraine, wants to get the peace talks going now, all of a sudden, after years of thwarting them, they sent Boris Johnson from the UK out there to thwart the peace talks about a year ago. So now they're basically admitting they've blown it in public opinion. Public has finally rejected this whole deal. And the bloodbath in Ukraine. I mean, Zelensky, the little kleptocrat dictator who probably won't be holding elections again in 2024. He's weighing whether or not there's going to be elections in 2024. But, uh, yeah, that, that little guy, he's starting to run out of money. The American taxpayer is tired of forking over countless billions for Ukraine. It's very unpopular for this losing endeavor and Zelensky can't get enough people to have the desire to go fight on the front lines in Ukraine. You know, they go round people up and send them to the front lines, and they're trying to hide in Ukraine. They're trying to hide. They don't want to go. They don't want to go walk in front of those Russian tanks and get buzz sawed like they have seen so many thousands upon thousands of their colleagues do in Ukraine. So the people who care, the people who care, the people who had. The Ukraine flag, where would they go, by the way? Where would all those Ukraine flags go? Well, those people who cared so much for this NATO-inspired American State Department corrupt foreign policy complex-inspired war over there in Ukraine. Yeah, they uh, ended up how many hundreds of thousands of people killed over there? how many billions of taxpayer dollars wasted over there but but they still care more than you even though all these people died they they still care or or do they do you see what i'm saying on that and i don't know that's somehow that just i was thinking about that driving over here to the studio and thought i would mention a few things on that and among other topics this evening and by the way your thoughts invited 303-696-1971 why not check in Love to hear from you. Any Ukraine hangers honor? Love to hear from you. Let's talk about Ron DeSantis and his boot gate. Does he wear high heels? <laughs> that that one does attract me. I was always wearing these boots around, and he he kind of walks at a strange posture and a strange tilt forward, kind of like he's not used to wearing high heels as much as he has been lately since he's been running for office. Yeah. Let's talk about the on-again, off-again gag orders on President Trump. They're trying to shut him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to throw Trump off the ballot in Colorado. A George Soros-funded organization here we will do the latest on that. And I don't know if the Democrats are really confident that Biden had 81 million votes and just mopped the floor with Trump in 2020. Wouldn't they be begging and pleading for Donald Trump to run? Wouldn't they want to ease his path to running for the presidency again? Wouldn't... They just feel so full of confidence that they knew that Trump would never have a chance against Joe Biden, the guy that got 81 million votes. I just, I don't sense the confidence there, do you? But they want him off the ballot. We'll cover the latest. And Ken Buck, by the way, is not running again. I suppose that's old news now that it's already Saturday. But right as we predicted, Ken Buck not going to run. And right on schedule as well. When <laughs> I saw that piece that Ken Buck is looking to get a job at CNN. Oh, he wants that CNN job. He's looking for his next thing. New York Post story was that about four or five, six weeks ago. I should probably look it up. And I said, Ah, yeah, yeah, Ken Buck's not going to run again. He's he wants out. He's looking for his exit ramp. Sure enough, he uh, he's out. Not going to run. He went from the swamp drainer, allegedly, to the confirmed swamp joiner. And so end the story for Ken Buck. But uh, unless he does get that job at CNN, then we'll have to listen to his rhino talking points forever. To those of us who tune into CNN, yeah, um, that might not be me like very often or at all. Especially now that CNN is no longer in airports. They used to have the corner on the airport market, but then they stopped doing that when they realize that people are just looking at their own devices anyway. They're not going to be held hostage to some monitor on a screen that's sitting there in front of everybody at the airport when they're waiting for their flights, uh, you know, to get on board, off board, whatever. So why don't we cover all of that and just a little bit more. Oh, the RFK op. <laughs> Got some pretty sweet audio of far left, crazy left wing communist socialist opinions that RFK has been uttering in recent years. And, yeah, his whole point is to run as an independent to try to drain votes from Trump, especially in Pennsylvania in the in the general election. And, uh, yeah, it's an op. It is. And we'll just we'll just make sure that we uh, have that all confirmed with you. Also, we have some Thanksgiving guidance, Thanksgiving guidance on how to comport yourself at this upcoming Thanksgiving, and kind of thinking that maybe you need to get in your family's face as anybody who voted for Biden and say, what, 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 did you want to destroy the economy? What, what, did you want all these wars all around the world? Did you want to have, you know, $5, $6, $7, $8 a gallon gasoline? Is that what you want? Is that what you voted for? Wouldn't that make turkey fun this year to just have sweet vindication? (laughs) Of course, I'm just tongue-in-cheek. Probably better not. But, you know, maybe better because, you know, we're losing the country and it's time to, like, be heard, yeah? At any rate, hey, it's Matt Dunn. I'm in for Randy Corporan here. And the number is 303-696-1971. Let's just take a brief break and come right back and carry the torch. Right on, Mr. Blake. I like that tune. That's not Wilco, is it? Is it Wilco? Sure is. Now, they're not British, are they? No, they're American. See, they're totally American, but they're singing with British accents. I, I get a whiff of the poser about them oh. on this song. What do you think? They're trying to sound British.
0: A little bit. Uh, this is a Brit
1: pop song.
0: It's funny, because I listened to the Kinks right before this album, and I'm... Starting to see some similarities between Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, Wilco, those are, they're not posing. They're they're being ironic trying to sound like British, <laughs> those guys who are so cool. And Blake just saw them. Not at Red Rocks. They were somewhere else. Mission, yeah. <laughs> at any rate, Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran tonight. And Randy Corcoran's off hanging out with Carrie Lake who should be governor of Arizona who's right here in Denver metro area tonight. I believe that's in Denver that event they are attending. So got to be quite a few folks out there. And man, I'd be honored. You just feel free to check in 303-696-1971 and I'm fielding the pile of text messages I'll be responding. Keep them coming. Keep me on track if you would cuz these text messages they they really help me when i mispronounce names or get basic facts wrong or start getting weak need about anything you know uh you know just just kidding that never happens has never once happened and i just i just think i mentioned RFK when we were heading into the break <clears throat> and i thought i would just get this into the record uh, just a few clips of RFK who I know he's been pitching his campaign, started out in the Democrat Party. Now he's gone over to the independent party and says, oh, Biden wasn't treating me nicely. The Democrats weren't being nice to me. So I'm going to be independent. And he was, you know, talking about, you know, he goes down to the borders. Oh, we, we can't have this open border. He's kind of trying to appeal to if you look at it if you look at his first few months of campaigning he's kind of trying to appeal to trump type voters kind of trying to appeal to republican type voters if you look at it and some republicans are saying yeah i like this rfk guy and if if that's how democrats were you know then that would be a lot better democrat party but then we got the gig we got the story understood when, after some months of him campaigning, you know as a Democrat, then oh i'm going oh I'm going run as an independent now, you see, okay, and a lot of people, their first instinct was, "Oh, that's going to really hurt Biden." But then you started looking at the polling data, and some of the pollsters started digging in about um hmm, hey uh who does who does r f k hurt more Biden?" or Trump and it's kind of an interesting debate to think who does who does RFK hurt more and it does vary a little bit from state to state but if you look at the states that tend to be the closer states the toss-up states well it looks like RFK could potentially hurt Trump a little bit more and Pennsylvania is the big one on that and that Trump is ahead in the poll data averages you know over over biden and pennsylvania which is for all the marbles trump wins pennsylvania and he's got this whole deal in 2024 and the greatest political comeback in history to make this country great again a little unfinished business there right but oh they're always going to come up with their tricks and their stunts and they're trying to throw them off the ballot then they'll just try to sue them and arrest them and Indict him and probably more raids on Mar-a-Lago, whatever they'll get their deep staters to do, which always backfires on them. You know, The Club for Growth was going to run these ads because they like DeSantis and single digit DeSantis, the dwarf in high heels. Um, Club for Growth was lamenting that they made all these ads trying to attack Trump for the indictments and the GOP primary trying to help their boy DeSantis. And they ran it on all these test groups, and all it did was help Trump. <laughs> was just, oh, oh, the sufferings of the big donors. Oh, the sufferings of the elites. It's just, life has become one big struggle for the globalist, open borders, corporatist donors out there. You know, they thought, we set we set them up. We we created this trap. We got these indictments. You know, we got the indictments. And then we're going to run ads on the indict, And then it only helps Trump. It's like... I don't know, it's like a bear sets out a bear trap and then steps in it himself. The fate of the big donors these days. But um yeah, shall we hear a little bit from RFK about his hardcore socialist, green freaky leftism? What do you what do you suppose RFK's opinion is of Hillary Clinton? You know, does he love Hillary Clinton?
2: Hill to me would you support Hillary Clinton again should she run in 2016 I I love Hillary Clinton I love Hillary Clinton
1: um is it mean to do the accent is it mean for me to do that um yes RFK loves Hillary Clinton Healed Hill to me would you support Hillary Clinton again should she run in 2016 I I I love Hillary Clinton I, I love Hillary Clinton that was me that was the host in case I was mimicking it too perfectly. By the way, not long ago, I was playing a clip from uh, Henry Kissinger, and I was doing an imitation of Henry Kissinger. It was like me doing the imitation of the clip. And my gosh, I think Host Dunn sounded more like Henry Kissinger than, than Henry Kissinger. And so I think people thought I was playing that clip more than once, but it was actually just me riffing, at living having fun... Like I am wont to do. So yeah, uh, RFK. That clip comes from about uh, 2024. And um, hmm, what does RFK think of the AOC Green New Deal? You ask. Well, oh, he's he's. That's great. He loves that stuff. Green New Deal.
2: Yeah. You know, I or green think, New Deal. Excuse I you. think the Green New Deal is. All of that stuff is important, it's good, we ought to be pursuing it. My approach is more market based than kind of top down dictates. Um, you know, I believe that we should use market mechanisms like um, like carbon taxes and you know, and the elimination of subsidies. And I think that, that those are the things that would transition our economy. Fast as fastest from a, uh, from a coal-based economy that is kind of with the rule.
1: So RFK, he's all about the Green New Deal. And he said, well, it's a little bit more market-based, but it's going to be, we're going to be in control of your energy, dude. Whereas, of course, in the Trump era, we were energy independent. It was a golden, golden, glorious era of peace and prosperity. And yeah, RFK. Uh, uh, let's bring the Green New Deal thing. You know, um, it'll be a little like you know markety, but it'll kind of be that Green New Deal where we control your energy. And he loves Hillary Clinton. And um, by the way, did you know on the energy front that uh, RFK is into this like smart grid thing? We have got to have a smart grid so we can just press a button and turn off a million hot water boilers whenever we want to. And even says this. And this one hits close to home, being a dentist and all. Just started my new practice, yeah? <laughs> but RFK actually says in this clip, we could press a button and turn off toothbrush chargers across this country. Press a button and turn off people's toothbrush chargers. And I'm like, wait a minute, you can't, whoa. That Then that's it. I mean, you think I'm being a little hard on RFK, but imagine you're... A hardworking individual healthcare professional you've been practicing dentistry for decades and just when you find you know you get good at it and you're taking care of people and just you know doing such quality work and then RFK comes along and he wants to turn off people's toothbrush chargers this that's shall we say that is the last straw ladies and gentlemen Let, let's just hear him say it
0: How oh, is a broke federal government gonna invest this much money to build a national grid
2: Well, you know, the the grid itself is not going to cost that much. The grid itself will probably cost about $250 billion to build a smart grid that reaches most of America and that, you know, that can do the things that we need to do, like uh, can send signals through the line, uh, allow the utilities to send a signal through the line to turn off the hot water boilers in a million homes for 15 minutes in order to avoid the peak demand that is the most expensive part of our electrical system. Turn off your boilers! You save enough natural gas in our country to power the entire U.S. Uh, passenger car fleet. So, and we can do that just by using the grid smartly. A, a, a grid that sends a signal to, to turn off all the electric toothbrush rechargers. Tooth- you know, uh, to To turn off your swimming pool recirculators and all of these things. You don't care if somebody cl- turns them off for 15 minutes and you sign something. It can go into your car and borrow the, uh, the stored electricity in your car. In your battery, whether you got a plug-in hybrid or a uh, or a plug-in car, and the See, um, and so we need to build a smart RFK, grid that costs very little. I mean, this
1: is an authoritarian mindset. I'm gonna press a button. I'm gonna turn off your damn toothbrush charger, bud, and you're gonna like it. I'm gonna have control over your hot water boiler, your swimming pool recirculator. And your toothbrush charger, that's, that's mine now, RFK says. We're going to turn that stuff off. And we love the Green New Deal. We, I love Hillary Clinton. How do you like this guy? RFK, top-down authoritarian approach. This is extreme, fringy, fringy, looney tunes kind of stuff, folks. i got to tell you, the real RFK, just dig a little bit, mm-hmm, He's got a lot of praise for uh, Costa Rica for not having an army on, their, on the green front here.
2: Brazil this year will displace France as the, as the fifth richest country on earth. Costa Rica, at the same time, decarbonized their electric grid. And as a, as a result of that choice, and Costa Rica made some other great choices too, like not having an army. And as a result of that, Costa Rica, which is the smallest country in Central America, is by far the wealthiest. Its economy is larger than most of its neighbors combined. You can go on and on with those examples. Okay,
1: so RFK.
2: Up. High
1: praise for Costa Rica because you decarbonized. Well done, Costa Rica. You decarbonize. De- nah, you, 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 you de- car- nah. Sorry, I should not do that. That's a little mean. But I'm a little annoyed at this guy. It's gonna turn, off your, turn off your toothbrush? I mean, this is, I, I need to, I'm not, I'm being too nice. I'm debating with myself here. But, yeah, no army, no army for Costa Rica. I think that's great. The only reason that Costa Rica gets away with that, in my opinion, is because the United States of America has cut some kind of a deal with Costa Rica that anyone messes with Costa Rica, then we go down there and blow up whatever we've got to blow up. Yeah. We like to do that. We'll just unleash our military-industrial complex on whoever goes after Costa Rica. Anyway, one last one. Um, just showing that RFK, total socialist, N- nobody... And you gotta spread the word on this. Don't don't let any any Republican consider voting for this guy, this green, green, green kind of guy who's gonna turn off your toothbrush and uh, here here he's against voter ID. Here he is campaigning for Barack Obama in twenty um, I don't guess I don't have the was, was this twenty twelve, somewhere in there. RFK's against voter ID because it's racist, right?
2: it's been used to erect a series of barriers that make it really an obstacle course particularly for um for for african-americans to vote uh for hispanics to vote for young people and old people um one of the requirements is a that is now spread through most of the states via haba is identification requirements Now you may say, "Well, it's no problem. Every time I go to write a check, I show my ID. I show a government-issued ID, a driver's license." But in fact, there's a lot of Americans who don't have driver's license. One in ten American uh, voter age do not have driver's license. Who are they? They're senior citizens. They're young people. They're people who live in cities, and they're black people. In other words, Democratic voters. One in five Democratic, one in five black voters does not have a driver's license. That means if you require the driver's license. You're getting rid of 20% of the black voters in this country.
1: Okay, so yeah, no voter ID, again, with that patronizing establishment argument saying that African Americans are not capable of getting their own photo IDs. Talk about the bigotry of low expectations there. That's all RFK. So just obviously summarizing, RFK is pro-Green New Deal. He is anti-voter ID. He loves Hillary Clinton. He wants the smart grid to turn off your water boiler and your toothbrush. I'm just, I'm in shock. I, I don't know if I can keep going here. Um, And also praising Costa Rica for decarbonizing their economy and not having an army. And there's that other one. I, I didn't bring the clip in tonight where he was, he, you know, if you have a secure border, that's racist, said RFK. And then he's like, oh, well. I, I changed my mind about that recently. I, I changed my, my, my mind about the border recently. So, oh, he just changed his mind. That's good. Just very convenient to change your mind. Gun grabber, too, by the way. That dude is a gun, gun grabber, has been history of gun grabbing. And, uh, but, oh, he, he changed his mind on that, too. Changed his mind on all this very convenient stuff for his Op. try to drain votes from trump in 2024 i think should i rest my case on that okay lines are full action here i'm going to take a quick break we're going to talk to everybody let's just start having the fun matt dunn in for randy corporan will be right back i don't know blake man i think you've you've done a fine job with the music so far this one have you heard the acoustic one on this one
0: that all has from the eye. Beatles
1: Anthology album. Even better than this one. Not from 1964. The other one was Culloden. We were four guys, and we joined a band. And we got very, very big, yeah? Yeah, George Harrison bringing it out from Blake. And I was trying to get him to banter with me in beetle lingo, but he wasn't taking the bait. We'll do that as the program goes on. Matt Dunn in for Randy Corporan. And we're just going to let it unfurl, let it roll tonight. And we're going to start saying immediate hellos to the great high IQ, high status. You want high status? Anybody listening to 710K in U.S.? The highest, status, most elite people. Period. Period. All right. And the media, you know, they get on there and they, they, they'll, they'll try and tell you otherwise. <laughs> but we know the score. And howdy to Brad in Lakewood. Welcome. You have any thoughts on RFK, sir?
3: Yes. If you want to find out what RFK is really like, you need to listen to a gentleman from Massachusetts by the name of Dr. Shiva Ayadari. And Ayadari avidari gives all these great videos and speeches phenomenal speaker and he points out the flaws of robert f kennedy and people in aridari dr shiva's group uh say that when robert f kennedy wrote that book the real fauchy he really wrote the book off of uh dr shiva's emails and they're basically saying that rfk plagiarized dr shiva
1: interesting hmm
3: so i all people have to do is type in VASHIBA.com. And Dr. Shiva has been talking about this for quite some time now that uh, he gives numerous, numerous examples where RFK claims to be anti-vax, but he had a party at his house and everyone who attended had to be vaccinated and all his children are vaccinated. So uh, I would ex- get a hold of these Dr. Shiva tapes and start playing them all over the network so uh, people are... Misled by RFK saying he's anti-vax, well, maybe he's saying that now, but not according to what Dr. Shiva has said. And he, there's numerous tapes going back several years uh, where Dr. Shiva points out the flaws of RFK.
1: Interesting, and yeah, uh, RFK is going to be kind of the one-trick pony to try to exploit the vaccine skepticism that has grown and increased, and seems altogether valid to me that's that's kind of his one trick but you look at everything and, and even if that trick as you're suggesting here Brad is compromised mm, that's got to get out there and uh, yeah gun grabber open borders guy until he like changed his mind conveniently um, Green New Deal all the rest of it loves Hillary Clinton campaigning for Barack Obama uh-huh voted for Biden <laughs> Another plagiarizer, by the way. Yeah. Remember Joe Biden in the 80s? Uh, it was Neil, Neil Kinnick's speech that he plagiarized, and he was like, oh, uh, no, uh, well, and so he ended up pulling out of the race back then. I'm, I'm old enough to remember that, Jack. I mean,
3: Brad. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that as well, and uh, just a few weeks ago when the border was being uh, overrun with the illegals at Eagle Pass, Texas, uh, Greg Abbott was uh, at the Texas Rangers foot baseball game, so you... You'd think when his border would, was being overrun with the illegals, Greg Abbott would be anywhere but the baseball game.
1: Well, yeah, he uh, seems to be awfully comfortable with that wide-open border and the potential for Texas to turn blue. Is he part of the Bush cartel down there in Texas when it comes down to it? What do you think, Brad?
3: Uh, I believe so. Yeah. He, he, he certainly didn't do a lot to de- defend Ken Paxton.
1: Yeah. Does Ken Paxton, what does he think of? of Governor Abbott. I mean Ken Paxton as far as I can tell is about the only great elected official anywhere in Texas that I've seen and he seems pretty great, frankly, this Paxton guy.
3: Well, all you'd have to do is uh, look at the positions of Ken Paxton and then look at the positions of Greg Abbott and their there's like difference between night and day. Yeah. Totally. And one last thing uh it's real important that people get out and vote. No on H H and I I. I was out uh, sign waving today, but uh, we need to make sure that H H gets defeated. So uh,
1: that's the it, Tabor sneak around, and I totally echo that. No on H H, big time. No on H H. The left wants to try to disguise their language and basically trying to get get around this this great Tabor thing we've had in this in this state since uh, was it 1990 92.
3: I believe it was 92 when it passed. Yeah,
1: 92.
3: And I voted for it in 88, 90, and 92, and the ones back in 88 and 90 were actually better because they also included no fee increases. And a lot of people seem to get upset when these uh, people keep calling them up, asking them have they voted, they turn their ballot. Well, if they don't like it, go go turn in your ballot, and then people will quit calling you.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. And that's, that's probably a good move, just to get that thing turned in. Though sometimes I worry that if people are out there looking at where the ballots come in from, then they can figure out how many they need to manufacture to counteract it, if you know what I mean. So I've, I always say people just you just do Do what you want to do, but, but get them in, vote, period. There's, you, you just got to do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it, right?
3: I know. And Scott Pressler is real big on turning your ballot in early, and he says that's how they want in uh, Louisiana. So I guess it's a matter of opinion whether you want to turn it in the day of or several weeks before.
1: Right. Well, just get it in. And Brad, I hope you're going to be okay without Ken Buck in Congress. Um, he's he's bowing out, right? Uh, yeah. b- big surprise there.
3: Yeah. So, who do you who do you think's going to take his place? Uh, Richard Holtrup is pretty popular in Eastern Colorado.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm staying out of that one. That's a that's a nice big primary situation there. But uh, I'll just say, for tonight anyway, we're going to rejoice in that Rhino Ken Buck's going to go on to. Uh, greener pastures somewhere, which means greener for the voters in his red conservative district that he has betrayed just bitterly. But, Brad, I better march. Thank you, sir, for checking in. The great info on the RFK op. Let's say hey to Mr. Brian in Arwada. How are you, Brian?
4: Dr. Dunn. Hey,
1: is an electric toothbrush a lot better than a manual, by the way? Oh, I recommend using both. And uh, you know, if RFK becomes president, we're gonna be down to manual toothbrushes. We're going back to the stone age, you know. So
4: Well, it won't let's change not let my happen. life, so I'm good on that. But the whole the whole climate deal. A little I found somebody more clueless than old Kim Bach. It's that J F K guy.
1: R F K you mean?
4: Or RFK, yeah, yeah. He's They don't think this thing through, this battery thing through. You know the biggest charging station they have for cars. Uh, I can't remember where it's at, but they literally have a diesel uh, generator that's burning diesel all day to, you know, supply this this little pod of electricity for these cars. Yeah, they say some and people then are using. And you look gas. at lithium mines. Yeah, how many cars have we got? Like th- over three hundred million, maybe so. Guys, the batteries go bad. What are we going to do with those bad batteries? Oh, I don't know. First, we have to dig up a lithium mine and just destroy that part of the earth. And then we have to get rid of the darn batteries after a while. So you're going to have 30 million batteries. You're going to have to have a toxic waste zone.
1: Brian, I mean, these it's people worse than that, don't think anything dude.
4: through. They're stupid.
1: Yeah, well, to get these like precious minerals for these batteries that are needed today, there's this whole thing of what they call deep-sea mining. And it's got the environmentalists all freaked out, the people who, you know, the, the oceanographers and so forth, and the marine biologists, that they're having to go dig these mines way down deep in the deepest parts of the ocean to exploit those resources for these, you know, the new batteries we need. And it's, it's massacring the, uh, the environment around these areas that have never been disturbed before. And um, I don't know, did they think that through? a big deal. Well, that's the
4: problem with these Democrats. They think nothing through it. Or maybe they just sell us out because, you know, China does make the batteries. Remember those buses? Yeah, we're, we're going to invest in this bus company. So all Congress invested in this company and then the, they gave this company a whole bunch of money. They all made a whole bunch of money. They bailed out before the thing collapsed because it was unsustainable. You remember in, uh, right there in Jackson Hole, uh, Wyoming, they bought like a fleet of four They ran for like a day, and then they said, well, you know, you need parts, it'll take a year. The whole thing is stupid. And if you had every car in America running on battery right now, imagine the massive amounts of coal you'd have to burn to generate the electricity. I mean, these people are just straight stupid. They think nothing through. We're
1: being tongue-in-cheek on this stuff, but if you actually look at the net aggregate impact on the environment, for the battery needs and the mining needs and the slave labor that goes into all of that. Yeah. Um, you look into that. Look into that deep sea mining. That's a bad scene if you care about the planet, Brian. And I know you do because you're you're well, if you're really beginning to end. Well, Brian, you, ca- First you, you care. The
4: earth to get the lithium,
0: right? You, you got to figure out how where to bury it. You care more
1: <laughs> than like everybody else. You're the most caring guy ever.